Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Orange Perspective. Jason Thompson is back in the studio with Ben Davis and Brad Irving. They take a deep dive into company culture and how guests that walk through the door are not your only customers. Hey everybody, I'm here with Ben and Brad again. This is the second time you guys have been on here. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing well, thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm Ben. <laughs> this is Ben's voice. Hey. Hey. This is Brad. And this is this Jason. I'm the host of this wonderful show called Orange Perspective. And today we're going to talk about my dating life. Just kidding. We're not talking about my dating life. Ouch. Uh, ouch. <laughs> why, why ouch? No, it was, it was something else. <laughs> something else. <laughs> All right. Um, I didn't bring my, my gear for a... 48-hour marathon <laughs> session. Yeah. It's way it, too hot in here. It could, that, that would turn into a counseling <laughs> yeah, session. Right. Right. And you guys have been great. You guys have been great friends um, during my dating life. And you as well. Yes. <laughs> I've been a great friend? Yeah. Okay. That's good. Anyway. Mo- most most days. Yes. Uh, most most days. Anyway, I think today we're going to have a little conversation about culture, how to build that culture and how to protect that culture, develop it. Uh, you guys are big on culture, right? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully not everybody turned it off right there. That was, ri- that was riveting. <laughs> we're, okay, let, no. let's just say we've been in meetings all day, or you guys have been, and yeah. we're, we're... You were I was, sitting there. I, was, I, I was don't think in you were meeting. in the meeting. No, I was actually making a list of, um, of things that uh, did not pertain to the meeting. No, but the culture is a big deal to us. And uh, yeah, and then we were excited to, to even ch- get a chance to talk about that topic if we were talking and pertaining to leadership and breakout in particular, just because we've seen that probably the most important thing that we've seen in our stores is culture, maintaining culture, building culture, understanding what its value is and what it even is in our stores. Let, let's let's define that culture. So we, we have values, I guess, that we kind of build that culture around do good, be better, have fun. That's what we started with. You remember the the times whenever we went on tour and we talked to all the yes, all the stores. We did. Uh, we did an Alabama tour and that was fun. We're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> what are we sorry for? That was a that was a fun tour. We, something else. Yes, something else. Uh, we, we went around and we, we said these values, and we, we tried to build from the very beginning uh, this culture around these values. And then we have shared language like creative yes and those type of things. Let's, uh, how would you define, when you're saying culture, you're saying develop culture, culture is a big deal. How do you define culture? It's a big question. I would say a big chunk of that is the way the staff is cared for by the manager, the way the manager is cared for by you know, in our stores, us, you know, we lead the managers. And then if they're all cared for well and then they care for the customers well, it bleeds down. So I think that's a big chunk of of what the culture looks like. The culture is going to reflect what the atmosphere is in that room, whether working on a Saturday night. There's always a question in my mind of culture. Does culture happen organically with the team or is culture something that we pass down as the leaders? Well, I think culture is happening, good or bad, regardless of whether we're intentional about it or not. And what we've learned is that when you're not intentional, culture you may not want is building and happening. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think it's a mixture of both. I think we have seen 
I mean, at breakout and just in regular life, one, culture is extremely hard to sometimes pinpoint. It's almost like guiding a ship. You're having to lean on a rudder and make a long, slow turn. It doesn't it doesn't usually quick pivots to, to develop and lead culture. But it's also you have to have the right people. So I think it's a mixture. You have to be intentional about saying this is where we want to go and this is the way we're going to talk. This is the way we're going to treat employees, where we're going to maintain our stores and and – and then we, this is the feeling we want customers to have when they come in. All those things are kind of permeating your daily life and the culture you're trying to build. But at the same time, you have to have the right people, the people that have the same values or that people that actually want to be a part of a healthy culture. And then surprisingly, there's a lot of people that just don't have any interest in changing or uh, you know, fitting in with a different way of thinking or you know, excellence and the customer experience is just really hard for them to get their head around. And those people, um, it's, it's really hard to build culture with those people on your team, I think. Are, are there like three or four things that we could narrow down and say, these are these are categories of culture or these are parts of the culture that we're trying to build or that we want? I mean, you mentioned some things, but how would you, if you were to narrow it down, what are those categories? If I was defining that, culture is a huge word. Culture is that whole environment in your staff. Do they want to be there? Because most of your staff in breakout, in, in most retail, they're part-time. This is not going to be their career. And so we've tried to manage from a perspective of we want this to be the best job they'll ever have. They can always look back and go. And we've not always done that well. We've not done that great. But for them – when they come in from they have thoughtful things done for them, whether that's their favorite drink sometimes or their favorite snack, it's thoughtful. Somebody cared about them. Somebody cared about their birthday. It creates this sense of this place cares for me. I matter. I'm not just a clock-in number. I'm not just a fill-in for time. They care. They think about me. That builds this, this ownership that they begin to have because they're loyal to whoever's caring for them. And you go farther when someone cares for you than when you're scared of them. And so if you're just coming to work because you're scared you're going to get fired, if you don't, you're not going to do a good job. But if you're coming because you really care about the person who you're working with and who you're working for because you've been cared for, then all of a sudden you you open up when you're working. You're, you, go, you do the extra. You, you don't mind to. You look for the extra because it's, it becomes – it's you you own it and so you're trying to create this sense of ownership with your staff so that they realize hey this this place matters one of the one of the ways we've talked about this from the very beginning is that we want to be very humanizing and i the things that you're saying is we're putting like humans at the center we care about humans whether that be internally or externally and when we do that positive culture is is going to be that's why we talk sometimes about who is your customer we treat we treat even internally who the people are under you that's your customer the people you're serving the people you're right beside as your customer and not as just another person that's a cog in the wheel or whatever so i hear you saying make the the culture at the center is that we care about people and I, I think culture is really, really hard to define. I think it happens more than it is dictated, if, if that right. makes sense. I think it's really hard for us to go in and say, 
here's the culture we want. Let's have let's let's make this happen. But yet, if you walk into all the different breakouts, there is a slightly different culture. And I think it's it's largely based on the manager right. and their personality. But there is also this common thread. If I walk into Baltimore or I walk into Minneapolis, there's this common thread that happens, and they can be totally different people, and the manager can be t- have a different personality. But there is the same, like a coherent culture that seems to be very human centric. Sure, and and you can tell when you walk in. It, does this group like what they're doing? Do they enjoy work? I've, you've been to stores where it's clear. They don't like this. Mm-hmm. And then you go to a certain store and it's, I mean, it is so fun and they love each other and you can tell right. they love being there. And that is 100% to me reflective on their leader. If you were to sit down with a manager uh, and even the stores that you all are partners in and you have managers that you interact with all of the time, how do you, how do you coach them in being able to protect that culture? I... <clears throat> I think, well, I think it, we do coach. I think first and foremost, we try to model. Um, we, we've kind of taken it, and this didn't happen from day one, but we've kind of taken it as our role to really treat them like they're our customer. And so we want to model for them what we mean when we're telling them this is what we want to build and how we want to treat all of our staff. We try to do that for them. You know, being intentional about real conversations about their life, really caring about them and showing them we care, helping them in areas we need they need to improve. But it's coming from a you know a constant place. We're not afraid to have the hard conversations, so we show them what that looks like too. Because if we see things that are gaps needed are being missed or things, have hard conversations. But we're always surrounding that with you know hopefully with doing little things, being thoughtful. Uh, just modeling that. And then when we're having those conversations with them about like the staff that we see or the problems they bring to us that they may be having, it's a little easier because we're, we're kind of able to be like, you know, you know how we did that with you. This is what we want you to do with them. And, and I think, you know, we've also seen because we've learned, because we've been in that role before in the stores, having uh, a piece that may be killing your culture you can kill culture really fast. It takes how? a long time to build it. How do you how do you how do you kill culture? Well, I think number one is is a, a wrong person on the in the team. And one 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 wrong piece or one wrong player on the team or one one just one dissident out of twenty can really uh, it can make it not a safe place for some people. It can it can affect the customer experience? It can so, create so our big, our biggest mistakes in our in our story have been. Probably holding on and letting people stay that hoping they would become culture builders, but they weren't and learning, hey, it's there's you got to do that early. When you let something go on in your staff that's unhealthy and you're trying and you may know the story, you may have deep compassion, but you you when you let it happen, you're communicating to your whole staff. This is OK now and this is who we are. And, and so you have to be quick to confront, quick to deal with it. And if there's not a response, and as soon as you know there's not a response, you know, there's no use letting it hang on and drag out because the more every day it does that, it, it kills culture of people that really want to be there and love what they're doing. So. I just had this conversation with a manager just last weekend, and 
it is very obvious that negativity is contagious in a way that being positive isn't. It, it's harder to get everybody to be excited and have a positive smile on their face than it is to be negative. You have one bad apple and it like it really does affect everyone really quickly. And I think a lot of times we all want to believe the best and we try to bring that person along. But the question is, is like, how long do you let them take the team down? And there's got to be a point where you, you realize that that one person is just, they, they're not a good fit anymore because they are being negative or they're bringing this negative tone and not following you know, in the, in the line of the culture that we're trying to, to set a precedent for. And I, and I would say part of the, the flip side of that coin is part of the culture we're trying to, to, to build is one of dealing with issues quickly, but giving second chances when there's an attitude of like, I messed up, but I want to get better, giving people second and third and even fourth chances. If there's truly a response, it's like, I didn't mean to, or I'm really working hard. And I think we want to model that even with our managers, and we want them to that that's that matters to us. And you want it to be a safe place. You don't want think pe- people to think that if I do one thing wrong or have one bad day, that you know th- th- they've fired ten people because they had a bad day or whatever. And that's not what we're trying to say. But you're right; it's a chronic issue, or it's a it's a person that doesn't have an attitude that says, "I want you to help me get better," or "I'm I'm willing to change." There and there's a lot of people that just have an attitude that says, "I'm not going to," and that's that's the people that you have to be able to identify quickly, and you get better you, not. F- and you have to be around to do that. You, you do, you, yeah. And you can't protect culture if you're not there. You're not yeah. involved. That's you know, if you're not doing the job of the least, you don't understand what that job is or what that person's doing. And so, when I say least, I mean newest or you know, youngest employee or least experienced employee. Um, and so you have to know, you have to be connected at every level, which is, which is hard. And if you're really busy, you can get, if you're task driven, you miss this squishy part of the job where it's, you know, it's, it's connecting to every single person and finding out, is this, does this person mean well? Are they honest? You know, are they growing? Do they care? They may just need to help. And versus, you know, this isn't the job for them right now. So, yeah, I, I think what we want to try to model is grace. We want to give more chance. We want to coach. And for me, where the line is drawn is if someone does not respond in a teachable way. Right. I think if you're not teachable, then it becomes pretty apparent that that is not going to work because you're not going to change. It's who you've decided to be. And I think we all want every all of our managers and everyone to be very gracious with with people that are struggling or whatever. And you're right, Brad. It's not one time and you're out because oh, you're messing up culture. But one of the one part of the conversation I had this weekend was we are so we might get so focused on that bad egg or that that negative person, and we really want to help them and we want to give them second chances, but we're not realizing that we also have a whole team, a whole business right. here that also needs to to be protected in some way. And so balancing those two things and understanding that when you give this person so much grace, you might be neglecting um, the the rest of the team in some way. And I think that's it's a it's a hard balance. There's not an there's not an no, easy I think you can get, answer. We easily we more easily see problems. And can deal with them. Sure. Learning to manage and say, how can I build is the, that's the hard, really hard part because that, 
you know, it's easy to see, oh, that person's lying or that person's late or that person's doing this. It's finding the ones that have potential and, and it's, it's taking the time to figure out how to serve them, what, you know, how to, it's, it's learning to manage the way they need to be managed, not the way I want to be managed, which is a big shift. Those are big culture, culture building lessons that, you know, that I'm still learning that stuff. And I would say having a, when you do start building healthy culture, it's very contagious, meaning like the staff feels it, they know it and they, it's when you come in on a Saturday and everybody's laughing and they, they like they're glad to be there. And there's been seasons in probably every breakout and every business, but particularly in breakout where we've had staffs that were really just bought into the culture that we wanted, that they were building the culture that we were joining into because of the way they treated each other and the dynamics that were forming. And sometimes we just fell backwards into it. Uh, I think we learned from that that man, we have to work hard to keep this because we saw how quickly you can lose it right. and. But it's contagious, meaning that that's what everybody wants to come to a job where they feel valued and that they love who they or they at least enjoy the people they work with. Or, you know, and that it's a fun place. I mean, breakout in general is a place where people come to have fun, and so like we that needs to spread past the game rooms and into the game master rooms with our staff. They need to have fun. I mean, it, it spreads everywhere, and it really does. So. And there's seasons where you go, and sometimes, you know, I, I don't mean this in a because it is sort of a transient job for a lot of people. We don't necessarily keep some staff forever. It's a constant grind, and you're always having to evaluate and build. Yeah, hiring and get, for that job is so hard. Yeah, yeah. You need really good people skills, you know, someone that's also detail oriented, that's part time and okay to be part time. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and yeah. it's hard to find that. Yeah. And we can get into the hiring part and the people right. part um, down the road, maybe in a, a different podcast. But just to summarize some of the things that we've talked about, about culture is one, deal with anything negative quickly and, and coach that person or that, uh, that team if there is a, a negative uh, vibe happening. But then on the other side, what I really hear you guys saying is that in order to build culture, you have to be very proactive. You have to be affirming and encouraging. You have to go in with an intention every single day to build that culture and humanize because it's easy just to point out the negatives. It's easy to say, hey, you didn't do this, you didn't do this. And that builds in and of itself. You're trying to build this culture mm. and you're trying to get everybody to be in line and do these great things, but all you're doing is criticizing and giving po- negative feedback instead of positive feedback. And I think positive feedback is part of what you're what you're talking about to be able to build positive, you know, culture and then third, the right people are extreme like that's vital. That's why we put so much emphasis on hiring. Mm-hmm. That's why we take great links to hire managers. And we don't always get that right, but especially managers because that manager, that store is going to take on that manager's personality right. and it is huge. And I hope that all the managers that are listening right now understand the big responsibility that they have that's on their shoulders because everybody in that store is looking to them and whether they know it or not, they're influencing them in some way in every interaction that they have with each other and with every guest that they have an interaction with. Now, um, the last thing that I want to bring up in terms of culture is something that is controversial that I didn't realize would be controversial. How do you all feel about using the term family when it comes to culture in breakout or vinaigrette or any of our businesses or I assume business? the controversy is family is not always a safe word for everybody. No, 
Okay. I, I mean, I think it can be. Because family can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Do you describe your team as a family? Do you use that terminology to talk about your team? I think, I don't know, that's a good question. I, I don't I don't call it family because I think family rules are different than team rules. Because family rules, family, you're stuck with family you you can't fire family. You can't. You're <laughs> well, done. I mean, you're with them forever. I don't know. That's I've kind of been fired. No, no. no. Uh, Man, cut that. <laughs> um. My family's not listening, so that doesn't matter. Okay. But yeah, no, I would say this is not family because this is not forever. Yeah, and and I don't want to be overly critical. We have some. I've heard within our organization some really talk about family in a very positive way. This is my family here. I tend to not not love that terminology for our team because I agree. I think it... I like what they're saying. They're saying mm-hmm. they feel safe. And, yes. It's welcoming. a work family, yeah. and this is the people I spend time with, yes. and we treat work each other like brothers and, and sisters. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I just think you can go in a... I, I've just, I think I would tend to not use that term... And not think of it that way because I think it's easy for me to watch teams become unprofessional in an environment where it's a family. It becomes where everyone is too okay. What we're comfortable. Too comfortable, I guess, with each other in a way that's not professional enough. That's what concerns me. Yeah, I mean. When you put it that way, <laughs> I would say, uh, I mean, the word team is probably. Yes. And I think, you know, I think in terms of like sports teams, I'm bi- I'm pretty big into sports. Um, <laughs> Not me. You know any teams, I, Jason? I, that you, I know some teams. I've been to some sport stuff before, <laughs> some sporting. That's a different podcast. We can go to the sporting events. No, but, you know, a team, if you've been a part of a healthy team, everybody has a role. Sometimes you're. You know, you're the the captain, and every team has like outspoken leaders on their leaders from the inside out. You know that kind of thing. You have a coach, which those analogies really tie in well. I think, especially in breakout, because and you even have role players that are only in one day a week, and they do one certain thing really well, and those kind of things. But and I think a really healthy team is a place people want to be too. I mean, like if you've ever been a part of any team, whether it was sports or not, whether it was just any kind of team in your life, yeah, it can be healthier than family. It can be a great, yeah, exactly. And so I think. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, there, you could probably make a great analogy for families too. I, I do think though, like if you're willing to fire some, you have to always be willing. And that fire is the wrong word, maybe, but you have to be willing to to look out for the best interest of the of the whole family, then or the whole team. And sometimes that is a tough conversation. A lot of times it is. And I think managing at any level and maintaining culture, probably the biggest skill you'll have to have is having hard conversations. If you can't have the extra ten percent conversations you'll lose culture really fast and you won't be able to build culture either without having and those hard I, and conversations. You, and we've had to have this talk before with our leaders. You you have to have those conversations face to face, you know. Right. Not not a text. Not a text, not, not on a Slack. phone call, not <laughs> right. a Slack. Right. Yeah. And it's it's hard. You have to look people in the eye and and do both. Positive, it's really hard to look someone in the eye and say they're amazing. That's very hard for us to do. But that's so critical. And then if you've done that well, you can look them in the eye and say, "Hey, we need this needs to change. We got to grow here." They can receive that. 
Yeah. It worries me if we think about it as family that some of that will not take place, yeah, that the hard right. conversations are are not taking place. I also think that there has to be a healthy relationship between supervisor and team and not you ha- there's there's yeah, a there's line boundaries. that can e- there's yeah. boundaries there's a line that can easily be blurred For sure. and I worry about that as well being very careful. I'm all about I mean everybody knows me. I'm all about hanging out. I'm all about building culture and doing fun things, but I also <laughs> I I, no, really. <laughs> okay. Um, after this, Brad, I'll go, let's go downtown. I'll, I'll take you out. But seriously, I I think there also is a, a line that has to be drawn and there has to be boundaries. And so I worry about that sometimes. I just wondered what your thoughts were. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world, but I, I would just, uh, put, um, a caution out there to be careful about how you're using that term and how you're thinking about your team at your store. So well i appreciate you guys talking about culture any anything else that you you really want to tell everyone (laughs) oh man about about you culture Uh, yeah tell everyone something about me (laughs) we help me and jason had to go buy a hospital bed one time remember that (laughs) i do (laughs) and a guy had died on it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> recently recently and it's for kidnapping and man that was it, it weird. was like <laughs> we walked in that room it was a hundred and like hundred bucks and i told jason i'm gonna take 60 right. in and that's it <laughs> so i got in and that's i said i don't want the mattress just the bed and he's like no you gotta take the mattress and i was like Someone just died on this. I'm not taking the mattress, but I'll take the bed. Do you remember, though? We walked in, and it's his house, and he's just sitting on this couch yeah. by himself. Not, I mean, just, yes. like, sitting there. He's like, he's in the back. We walk in, he's in the back. So we walk like, in the what? back, and there's a bed in there, and there's... I said, man, we're tell, about to die. You could tell bad thing. Like, like someone had been sick It here. was a hospice bed or Yeah, whatever, it was, yeah. and... Yeah, and that's the bed that's in your kidnapping now. <laughs> we, we, we negotiated out... Of taking the that's true the uh, mattress mattress, yeah. mattress stayed we got the bed we Clorox wiped it yeah I'm, only sixty bucks maybe. though yeah I mean we yeah we we did Somebody we did. did and that was before coronavirus so there was no there was no threat of that no it's, no, it's no. that thing is so clean yeah so clean <laughs> I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure what is it staff that happens in like bed sores like yeah. staff but it's metal but, I figured it can't live in metal <laughs> forever. <laughs> Uh, no, no, nothing like that lives in metal, right? Uh, but it was only it was 60 safe. bucks. I didn't, make, he, I didn't pay 100 Yeah, you didn't. And he didn't get off his couch. No. Nope. We just went back to the back room. We thought he was about to kill us. That was one of our first times hanging out. Yeah, first time hanging out. <laughs> we went. Mm-hmm. Hey, is that the east side of Knox? East Knox. Yeah. yeah, East Knox. East yeah. Knox. I remember Which that. Which we love you, East Knox. We <laughs> love you. Shout out to East Knox. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for the bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good memory, Ben. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Orange Perspective. This week's episode is brought to you by Dispatch. Become a secret agent, discover the disappearing magician, or help save your best friend's life. Escape quarantine with hours of immersive entertainment. Visit dispatch.breakoutgames.com for more information. Also, check out our website, orangeperspective.com, for a variety of blogs, 
videos, and book reviews. Until next time, stay healthy and stay safe.